Hey there, it's Carolyn. Before we start today's podcast, I wanted to tell you about a brand new challenge that we have starting over in the Homestead Kitchen membership really soon. This one is all about making your very own herbal oils and culinary oils and cosmetic oils and turning them into salves and balms for your herbal medicine cabinet. If you're interested in joining me for the Herbal Oils and Salves Challenge, then go to homesteadingfamily.com forward slash podcast dash herbal oils. Again, that's homesteadingfamily.com forward slash podcast dash herbal oils. Hey, you guys, this is Josh and Carolyn with Homesteading Family, and welcome to this week's episode of the Pantry Chat Food for Thought. This week, we're going to be talking about the upcoming Traditional Skills Summit and the School of Traditional Skills Grand Opening um, and answering some of your questions about it. Exciting, really, really exciting stuff that kicks off Monday. But before we get into that, (laughs) a little chit-chat and uh, catching up. And so what is going on with you? You're looking bright and (laughs) smiling and feeling good. This is a second pantry chat in a row we've gotten to. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm definitely better and better every week. Um, I still have my moments (laughs) where I, uh, I go hide in my bedroom and my bed <laughs> but uh but i'm feeling better and uh the morning sickness is gradually backing off and my energy is picking uh, up and i'm not um hiding from the food smells as often yeah you actually came and dinner times we often serve from the island and kind of walk through especially this time of year because we're eating outside and carolyn does not want anything to do with that for a while and he actually showed up the other night and yeah and uh yeah got involved in the food i got i got into the kitchen which is kind of you know kind of a almost a joke at this point because here we are it's harvest season it's garden season and we have the best freshest produce to cook with and like all these great things are happening in the kitchen and I'm like oh don't get me near the kitchen I can't even smell it I can't see it so it's a little challenging but like luckily we've got some uh, young ladies in the house who are accomplished cooks and uh, and becoming more accomplished at preserving food so there is still even though Carolyn's been out there is a lot of preservation going on the two uh, harvest rights are generally running about around the clock right now. Those are the right freeze now. dryers, yeah. Freeze dryers, yep. And the canners coming in and out. Yeah, we got a lot of things happening. Uh, definitely fermenting, a little bit of freezing, all sorts of good stuff. Are you excited about the mushrooms? We've got mush- our own homegrown mushrooms for the first time this year. And that's pretty cool. I'm very excited about it. I haven't eaten one yet, just with some of my issues, Um, but I'm very excited about it. And so I know we've been freeze drying a lot of those. We have wine cap. Mm -hmm. King's Trephoria. Homegrown wine cap mushrooms. And so that's really exciting. That's like a whole new level, you know, whole new step. And the coolest thing about these is that we're actually growing them in the garden in a space that's already being used. So they've been spored. You should probably talk about this because you're the one who did it, but they've been spored into the walkways. If you guys have seen our garden, you know that there's the wood shavings down in the walkways and they've been spored into that. And then they, they come up and they fruit right on the edge of the walkways where the garden 
you know, beds yep. take over. And I hear they really like being under the broccoli. Well, they do. They like shade. They don't like a ton of full sun. We're going to add them because I know some. we have some folks up here that do market garden and CSA. And they run them through all of their garden beds, not necessarily just where it's shady. So we're going to expand. This was the first year experiment. And um, it's going really well. So we'll get some more. Yeah. yeah, and keep spreading them out and see how it goes. Well, one of the exciting things about it is it's not just for producing mushrooms for eating, right? It actually has a function in the garden, which well, is the exciting part. You're building soil. Sure, yeah. mycelium is very powerful in taking the carbonaceous material. So in our, our garden rows, we I used to mulch everything, but because of our cold climate, the soil you know just wasn't warming up fast enough. So now we mulch just our rows. We're very heavily and deeply. And... Um, and by putting the mycelium in there, that is actually increasing diversity in the soil. And it's actually slowly breaking down some of that in nutrient-dense soil. Yeah. There's and by rows, you're talking about the walkways. The walkways, sorry. Not the, not the beds, them. but the yeah. walkways between the raised beds. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so like Carolyn was saying, it comes up on the edges. And yes, that is converting carbon material into rich soil. Mm -hmm. And we, I know some folks up here that have actually laid down heavy 8 to 12 inches of chips and are creating great compost just from the mycelium inoculation and the process that goes on there. And I don't know a whole lot about that, but it's really, really cool to see. And well, you so guys have heard of mushroom compost, right? That's a thing in the gardening world. You go get mushroom yeah. compost and that's just the soil, the leftovers that the, the mushrooms have been grown in. From the commercial in. operation. Yeah, yep. from the commercial operation. But, you know, it's a, it's a good quality compost to have on hand. Mm -hmm. And uh, so anyway, it's making your own. So in permaculture, this is a thing that we call stacking functions, right? right. Yep. We're taking something like our walkway and introducing more and more uses for that. And I just, that that makes me excited. Like yeah, I yeah. see efficiency happening there. And it's, that it's that a, makes me happy. It's efficiency <laughs> while creating diversity and creating, you know, biological systems work best mm -hmm. with a lot of diversity. And so we're adding a whole new element to that because that adds some of the fungal community into the garden soil mm. and, and just creates a richer environment, which is better for the whole garden. Everything. So <laughs> that's a win-win. Yay. Yeah. Good. Well, what about you? What have you been up to? Whew. Well, besides uh, a lot of focus on launching the school here, and we'll talk about that in a minute, we are been working on the rock walls, the retaining walls, the cellar and getting a lot of that in and um, additions, just multiple projects around the house. Uh -huh. And um, and then some barn poles are going up for a pole barn right now. We set posts yesterday and the guys are out uh, setting some today to get an extension on the barn. We're trying to stock up a lot, bulk up like we do uh, on hay and feed and, and uh, we need a little more cover. So been part of the plan for a while. So yeah, just a lot of big stuff and starting to feel the crunch. Late August, the nights start getting mm -hmm. cold, the days are still warm and hot, but you start going, okay, winter's around the corner. We've got to get some of these projects done. we got to get firewood in. Uh, so start, starting to feel that pressure a little bit. Air starts taking on the special fall quality. It like it's still warm, so I don't even know quite how to describe it. So it's still warm out and hot some days. It's during the day, but it's but, like the nights. We had 36 yeah. degrees the other Already. night. Wow, oh, that yeah. yeah, that was cold. That Maybe that's what got my attention. Right. Said, oh boy, <laughs> here okay, it comes. Here, here we're on. We're getting, getting ready for the, to get ready for winter. So anyways, Good. that's, yeah. Yeah. That's just okay. a lot going on here as usual. Let's... And uh, 
question of the day? Question of the day. Let's okay. do it. This one is for you. And、uh, this is from Mountain Show One from the What to Do with Raw Milk Once It's in Your Kitchen video. Okay. She said, he, she, I guess I don't know, says, if I go to the store, buy a half gallon of milk, let's just say whole milk, from the dairy fridge, I bring it home and leave it on my counter for five days. Will it spoil or will it be clabbered? Wow, good question and a little tricky there because clarify. The milk. So,、mm, I'll、yes. be curious to hear your answer. It will absolutely spoil. <laughs> If it is pasteurized milk, you have taken out the, the pasteurization process, has taken out all of the good bacteria. Theoretically, it's taken out all the bad bacteria too. However, there's always opportunity for a little bit of contamination here and there. And because you don't have the good bacteria in strength anymore to eventually. Colonize and take over that bad bacteria, you end up with spoiled milk. So, I don't suggest doing that in any way whatsoever, unless your grocery store has raw milk in it. If it does, then it has good bacteria in there that can eventually take over. Now, I do want to say. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I got to interrupt you. So, you're telling me the way God made the milk? It's actually better than the pasteurized man processed stuff. Well,、wow. it definitely has more bacteria. And news, it is good news, bacteria. news alert. The, the one thing, though, the one caveat I would say in all of that is that if it's store bought raw milk, it's probably been through a lot of processes to get it into the store, and there's a lot more opportunity for contamination. So you might have a batch or two go bad. If you have a clabber batch go bad, you will know. There will not be any question. You won't be kind of like, oh, is this good or is this bad? It, it will be completely clear because it will smell putrid. It won't just smell a little yeasty or a little fermenty. It will smell like something died in your bottle. Right. And you're and not talking、gross. flavor. I mean, clabbered milk, just clabbered raw milk that's totally good and healthy can be, you know, Depending on the person, the flavor may be exciting or not exciting to somebody. But we're not、if、talking about flavor. If it tastes like、here. something died in your jar, right, it's that's, bad. That's,、okay? just, that's, <laughs> that's just, just bad. That's not like that's a little not, flavor because I don't、right. really like the clabber or whatever.、Right. That's like you just know that's just awful. Well, and the real trick to clabber is you get your clabber starter, just like if you were making yogurt, right? You start one batch, you get it to clabber. Sometimes you'll be amazed, sometimes it takes 14 days to get that milk to thicken down into clabber. Um, and so you get that, and then you just take one spoonful of that and you put it into your next batch, and that inoculates it with that good bacteria. And then within two days, you're going to have a really nice thick clabber with a much cleaner flavor than if it was just, you know, 14 days out on the counter. It's, that's a long time to sit on the counter. Something's going to take on a flavor or an off something. So, but,、uh, but if you do that trick and you inoculate it batch to batch to batch, You end up with great, clean tasting clabber. Really so, cool. Can、yeah. I get on a pedestal for a second? <laughs> Go for it. So, <laughs> raw milk is better for you. It's safe and it's better for you. And somebody posted a video not too long ago on YouTube, and some of you have seen it because it was you guys that called it out where they, they were doing the 20 most deadliest foods.、Uh. And they actually pulled some of our content. Not speaking, but visual in there about raw milk. And, we're, we're, and they had it absolutely 100% backwards. They were talking about how dangerous raw milk was. And the facts and the things that they asserted, cited 
that they said happen is what happens with pasteurized milk if you don't take care of it, if you don't do it. And, and it's just, it's such a misconception. And while, you know, our homesteading family isn't all about dairy, we love seeing people get properly educated about real dairy and its benefits because raw milk is not dangerous the way pasteurized milk is. It just is not. Yeah. And it, I hate to see that misinformation out there. Well, you know, uh, it makes producing your own food really accessible if if raw milk is safe, right? No, yeah, it's, it's a freedom. <laughs> I don't want to be too big of a conspiracy theory, but no. theorist, but I am in some ways in that, you know, we see a continual misinformation that steers people away from being able to produce, produce their own food and be semi-self-sufficient, you know, or community sufficient. And, uh, you know, this is a really good, it's like the herbs. Do you know, I was just reading the other day, I think uh, physician mistake is the third cause, most leading cause of death in the United States. I know it's up there as is. Have you ever their, seen their a prescriptions, warning? Prescription drugs. Yeah, they're like very dangerous. Way, way up there. Have you ever seen a warning about going to your doctor? Like this may be dangerous for your health. You may be harming somebody. You might be harming your child by taking them to the doctor. You don't see that. But herbs, which historically, according to the U.S. paperwork, kills like less than one person a year. And that's usually somebody who like does something crazy with diet pills. Right. Those are, I mean, you're probably, you'd think you were going to kill yourself by picking up a bottle of elderberry juice. Yeah. Like, anyways. To be clear, we're not against doctors. There are a lot of wonderful right. doctors, doctors out there, and I know there are actually a lot of you following us. And so just to be clear, um, Carolyn had, in her herb class has a very great uh, ladder of health that, that describes describes the process. It's, there is a place. We love you, doctors. There are some that don't practice well. but um, Well, I think the system's a little broken. Uh, this, doctors the, are great. The system is broken. That, that is it. And so we want to build a new and better system. We, we like our dairymen too. Yeah. I want to say that. We like our people who have dairies and, uh, you know, put milk in the refrigerator section at the grocery store that's pasteurized. We just think the system might be a little broken. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. And that is why, right. that is why we are continuing to build our own systems, our own things to help all of us, you guys, build greater health, greater freedom, and greater security in your lives. Those are three things that we focus on in Homesteading Family. Mm -hmm. And Carolyn and I have dreamed for a long time to go past Homesteading Family, to do something bigger that would uh, fill, fill a spot in the homesteading niche and reach more people to help them realize that they can take these steps, little bits at a time from wherever you're at. And that is culminating. That is coming together in uh, the School of Traditional Skills. Yeah, it's really exciting. Josh and I, like you just mentioned, we've been dreaming of this for years because we know quite a bit. We know what we know in our experience, but there is no way we are ever going to be experts in all the different skills and all the different little niches within you know, homesteading or self-sufficiency or whatever it is that mm -hmm. you want to call it. And there's so many people out there who are phenomenal. The people that I want to learn from, that I want to get their experience and help me shortcut. Yep. And so it's been our dream to be able to bring those people together and, uh, you know, in a place where we can all learn in a really, really practical 
fashion <laughs> because you guys know a lot of the information out there is not practical, right? Well, and there's so much you have to sift through and there's so much YouTube's great. You guys are, mm -hmm. if you're watching this pantry chat, you're watching on YouTube, that's wonderful. It has a lot of great purposes, but when it comes to just solid, actionable education mm -hmm. that you can go find, learn, and do, that's been a challenge. And if you've been following us for a long time, you know that a lot of our videos, we try to make them just that. Yeah. We're limited, as is anybody else, in how many we can do. And so we wanted to put a school together, a place where, as Carolyn was saying, we can bring in many, many different people. Over the years, this is going to grow. We're starting with 12, and we'll tell you a little bit more about that. To, to teach very solid classes on a subject that you can go in. It's not going to take you two weeks to watch it or learn mm -hmm. it. It's going to take you a couple of hours, and you're going to go be able to tackle that skill that you want and go out and do it and then come back and tackle another one. So we're trying to make the process a little more exciting and fun yeah. by having bringing different experts in and yet make that educational journey like, boom, you're going to go, you're going to learn a skill, you go put it to work and you do it. You're not sifting through, you know, three dozen YouTube videos and everybody's life stories to find the little nuggets. <laughs> That's fine. That's fun. That's Those good. All we good all things. like to do yeah. that. There's a place for that. But we got a lot of feedback and I got a lot of feedback on a video not too long ago that was very affirming. Um, because some of you folks were telling us, hey, don't stray away from the education material. We need this. We, we want to be learning, not just watching Lifestyle. In fact, one comment that really resonated with me, because this is how I feel, is they said, no, once I got to doing the life, mm -hmm. I don't have time to sit down and watch the Lifestyle. <laughs> I need to go find the information I need, watch it, learn it, and do it. And this truth? is exactly what we are working to do on a, on a larger scale with people that know so much more than us in their different areas. Mm -hmm. And that's the School of Traditional Skills. It opens Monday and it kicks off with this free summit. Yeah, this is really exciting because we were able to bring these creators that we have teaching the first set of classes together for the summit. So there'll actually be live summit sessions. The, the creators yeah, with, will be there with Josh. Josh will be doing all yeah, the interviews. Hosting. And they'll will be pulling some of the pieces from inside their class so that you're actually learning something. This isn't just a a light discussion. This is actually a learning moment mm -hmm. at the summit. Um, but then I, you know, the part that I'm the most excited about, about all this, and I've probably said this before, it's the live Q and A with these creators. Yeah. This is exciting. If you're there for the live session, you'll be able to ask questions. And, you know, obviously there's a time requirement, how long they'll be on. We're going to do our best to get through as many as possible. Yeah. We're going to try to to really just ask the questions, get the answers and move through them. I, I want to get as many of your questions in right. there as possible. So we're, we're reserving as much time for that after some good time with the creator and some good lessons. Right. And so we'll, we'll, we won't be able to cover everything, but we're, we're going to work to cover as many as possible. So we've been getting a lot of questions about the summit and the school. So today we thought we would just talk about the different creators that are in there that are going to be teaching, what they're going to be teaching on, and exactly kind of how it all works. Yeah. So the That's summit, before we get into each teacher, is four days with three mm -hmm. classes each day from a different instructor. It's live, it's free. There will be replays. We realize everybody can't go to every single one, so there will be free replays available during the summit and for a few days after. And then because it's the launch of the school, there's also gonna be an offer to enter the school yeah. at a founder's one time. If you followed us for a long time, you know when we do something new, when we first release it, we're gonna give you something that you're just not ever gonna see again. And, and we've got a little bit of feedback, we've shared a little bit and people are excited. It's an excellent price. 
and excellent value. So you'll learn more about that through the summit. And if you haven't signed up, sign up and we'll keep you up to date. If but, you've ever gone to one of these summits online, again, this is online. I want to keep saying online yeah. because it, everybody keeps saying, where is it? Do I have to buy a ticket? You know, do I have to, do I have to get a plane ticket and go show up somewhere? No, this is on your computer. You can watch in your kitchen, in your living room, you know, at the office, whatever you want to do. But, um, one of the things that is always frustrating for me, and I actually have stopped watching summits for the most part, mm -hmm. because I know I'm never going to be able to make it live to the ones that I really want right. to watch, but that they don't, uh, if they're going to do a replay, it's going to be like one tiny little window where you get the replay. You're going to get the replays for all of the sessions after they've gone live, like the next well, day. The next day, yep starting the next day, you have it for the whole duration of the summit. So you can go back and watch any of them that have already happened, you know, the day before at least. And even after and the them. summit for a few days. Yeah. And if you really can't get to them, and because a lot of summits, usually they sell, you can buy the, mm -hmm. the, the summit. And so if you buy into the school, only the people that are there at that time will also get the entire summit. Right. So you'll have it even past that that period if yeah. you decide to join the school, it'll be there for you. So let's talk about okay. um, each of the days and the instructors because we have just a really exciting lineup of, of people that are coming to teach and hang out. So day one, we're starting off with, with your good friend, Melissa K. Norris. Yeah, Melissa Norris is actually teaching a summit session. And then of course in the school, she does a full extensive class on extending your garden seasons into the spring and the fall months. In the the summit session is going to be all about the fall season extension because yep. here we are, it's fall. right? It's, it's still <laughs> it's time, time to, to go it. watch this and act on it and do something. Yeah. So yeah. she'll be teaching on that fall season extension. Yep. You know, this is so important right now because we know what's happening at the grocery stores. We know the prices are going up. We know that we need to get the most out of our gardens that we can. And this is a great um, method for doing that is extending with, the garden season. With, without it, at the moment, extending your space. I mean, we yeah. all want to extend our space if we have it, but this is going to allow you to reuse the space that you have. Yeah. So very, very cool, very important. Yeah. Um, in the afternoon, we've got Lisa Bass from Farmhouse on Boone. Yeah, Lisa Bass. And is Sorry, I was letting you. Teaching, yeah. teaching a class on vegetable fermenting. Yep. In, and so this is good if you've ever wanted to jump into really learning how to ferment your own vegetables. Mm -hmm. um, the class is phenomenal. I've gotten to see the entire class and it's, it's a really good class. In the summit, she is specifically talking about, um, I believe it's sauerkraut. I'm trying to see here Up top at there. the moment. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. I'm not, not sure. pulling it out at just this moment, but it is going to be um, a great actual how-to section mm -hmm. where you'll actually be taking away with practical knowledge and being able to to get something started in your kitchen after the summit, the free summit session. Hey, and I want to tell you something about the school because the, you're getting a little peek into the school and in a, a very you know specific you know honed-in skill set for the summit, and then the school has a broader class. Carolyn designed the classes. So there's a very specific intent. And so when you were saying you've actually seen the class, I wanted you guys to know she's seen the class because she's <laughs> editing the videos to make sure that the classes are coming out the way they were designed 
I've been out there producing, filming, capturing it. She's making sure they are getting coming together the way they were designed to help this educational journey. And I think that's really one thing that's going to be really powerful about school of traditional skills yeah. is the way you've designed these classes uh, to help people move through whatever the subject matter is. Well, and that's, and that's really exciting. I think that's something that's so powerful because a lot of you guys know there are a lot of great te uh, YouTubers out there that do a lot of really neat thing and things and have a great in-depth knowledge, but they're not always great at like presenting practical step-by-step. -step. First you do this and then you do this and then you do that to make it really yeah. followable. And so we've just really created this format that makes it so you can follow along really, really well yep. with the expert. Every class, while everyone's a little different because it's a different subject matter, it has a process mm -hmm. that you can depend on that you know is going to help you work through these things. Right. So anyways, okay. just something you said made me think of that. <laughs> and I wanted to share it. In the evening on day one, really, really excited. I, this is one of the most exciting sessions to me, and that is Joel Salatin is joining us for a class on reclaiming pasture. And I don't know if you have the bullet points of what all's in, in, in the session, <laughs> but you know, what's cool with what Joel Salatin teaches, you can do it on an acre, you can do it on a thousand acres and everything in between is very scalable. So this isn't just for if you've got cows on 40 acres, um, definitely gonna help you. You got more acreage, it's gonna help you, but if you have less, it's gonna help you as well. Yeah, so he's, he will be in the summit session itself talking about kind of your big picture view depending on where you start. What does your pasture look like right now? Is it treed? Is it brambly and brushed? Mm -hmm. Is it, you know, great, just wasteland pretty much? Yeah. And traded. how, what the process needs to look like to go from there to a healthy and thriving pasture. So that's what I'll be talking about in the summit session. Yeah. Very, very, very exciting. Yeah. And and if you've ever heard Joel speak, and if you haven't, you don't want to miss this. He yeah. just is, he's just inspiring. He yeah. just, he just gets you fired up and excited about life and about whatever you're doing besides, you know, focusing on, on pasture here. <laughs> okay. Day two, we're going to kick off with uh, Ann Briggs from Ann of All Trades, and we're going to be talking about milking goats. What's the specifics? Right. For the actual class for the school, she's going over everything about keeping milk goats. I mean, this is a, this is a good class. She's talking mm -hmm. about kidding. She's talking about breeding. She's talking about feed, all of those things. But for the summit itself, she's actually talking about how to milk a goat, like the step-by-step -step process of mm -hmm. milking okay. the goat, straight, handling the milk, taking care of the animal, all of that sort of thing, because I know we have a lot of people who are looking to get into that dairy well, world. And, and, and goats are a fantastic entry, especially for the small holder. Yeah. You know, they're, they're very doable. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you've never, if you don't know Anne of All Trades yet, she's a lot of fun. Full of energy. She's, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> she always makes me laugh. She's just uh, bubbling with life, yeah, I guess, she is really a good way is. to say it. Yep. And uh, in the afternoon on day two, we've got Brian Lowell from Next Level Gardening. He's got one of the largest vegetable gardening YouTube channels. If you're not familiar with him, go check him out. And he's going to be speaking on raised beds gardening. And that seems so simple in, in a way, but he you, you can expand on what he's doing in the summit. But he brings some systems and brings some things together that just make gardening wherever you're at on your driveway, if you want to work. It's amazing. I actually just watched his full class yesterday. Yeah. And it, I mean, it made me want to go out and raise bed garden. It was so 
easy and doable and practical. Hmm. But what was really fascinating about it is while it had this element of like easy and anybody can do it, he dives in. Like he's covering companion planting. Mm -hmm. He's covering, you know, season extension. He actually shows you exactly how to make a, this phenomenal season extender right on your it's race so bed. It's so cool. That was fun to be there and, yeah, and it's watch really the build neat. on that. Yeah. And he teaches you how to make the actual raised bed, which is what he'll be covering in his summit session. He's actually going to be taking that part so that you know how to get started and, you know, really start with, uh, with raised beds by making your own really simple. I mean, yeah. I watched the build of that raised bed and I was like, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one to build anything, but I could totally yeah, do that. Cool. It was very, very doable. So that's going to be a fun session. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right. And to, and to cap day two off, we've got Sally Fallon Morell, fix that, um, uh, teaching on traditional bone broths. And that is another very exciting class. And um, Sally's awesome. I It was so exciting to think about bringing her into the school and she was so gracious to say yes. And getting to film with her was just uh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, she's very, very gracious and very, I mean, in the class, it's not only bone broth. You're getting like a primer in gourmet French cooking. It just came out. Sally can't help it. And so yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. Sally's like the, I don't know, she's like the godmother of traditional solid cooking in yes, the modern era. Yes, absolutely. She's and, impacted, I know, you and oh, so many household kitchens. Yeah. Definitely within the homesteading world and, mm -hmm. and cooking world. If you're not aware of who she is, just look at the book, Nourishing Traditions. That's kind of her foundational yeah. cookbook. She has quite a few of them out, but it's really based on some very fascinating studies. And even if you never make a recipe from the book, the information in it is it's really life-changing yeah. honestly for a lot of people it's health changing that's for sure so so the class is you know covering a whole lot of areas of bone broth and cooking with bone broth but what is the session about the, okay the I, I i just have to it this is one that i'm you, like you're, really you're, excited i've yeah, got to expand a little bit yeah. you, you know you can go to youtube and get a lot of we've got a great video out there on basic bone broth right she teaches you how to not only make like serious bone broth. This yeah, is like I health. know how to make serious health bone broth now. <laughs> but how to then take that and turn that into gravy that's good for you. How to turn it into reduction pans. So like she goes through all of this stuff in the class. How to make a cream fish sauce based on like this makes your food taste better. This isn't healthy food that tastes like cardboard anymore. This is this healthy is, food that's like gourmet. This is like in your kitchen. Yeah. Let's take everything to the whole next level, your health and the taste of your food. So this just makes me really exciting. In her summit session, she's covering the basics of a really, really solid um, chicken bone broth mm -hmm. and making a delicious soup from it so and i can tell you the soup is delicious you got to sit there and eat I, some I, didn't you we all did. yeah, the whole crew yep. <laughs> they they all like the food classes right the whole crew oh, get to eat yeah, all sorts of great yeah, things absolutely yeah, it's, it's very very exciting okay um, Okay. We better keep moving we on better, because yeah. I know Sorry, we're, we're, we're not, excited about this. We're not trying to drag this out. We're just <laughs> excited and we want to share that excitement with you. Okay, and, so and... we'll pick up the pace a little bit okay. even though we want to cover these So guys. day three kicks off with Maureen Diaz of God's Good Table. Yes. And that's going to be about sourdough. Yeah, she's the class itself is 
all sorts of great things about sourdough from uh, starting your own sourdough starter to cooking with it uh, and baking all different types of breads and goodies, cakes, all sorts of things. One of the things I love about Maureen though is that she's really focused on getting the most nutrition mm -hmm. into you as possible. So we're not talking about white flour. We're talking about real solid, healthy uh, bread. So in her summit session, she's going to take you through the basics of starting your starter um, and baking bread with it. So if you're brand new to sourdough, this is going to be a wonderful way to get mm. started. If you're uh, not so brand new to sourdough, I'm sure you're going to pick up some great tips because she has amazing experience. She's 30-year homesteader, been doing sourdough for 25, if not 30 years, uh -huh. and just, yeah, you'll get some good pro tips, I'm sure. Yeah. And then the class a little bit, the, uh -huh. the full class, what is what all does she go into in the full class? Yeah, so in the full class, again, she takes you all through the starter, making your own, making your own mm -hmm. bread, making a, a master dough, uh, discard baking. Uh, some of this is sourdough terminology. Of course, she covers all of that. A lot of different that. products, you yeah. know, along with some artisanal, mm -hmm. you know. Right. Good. Uh, so it's going to well. be great. Yeah. Okay. Midday, day three. Paul Gauchi. <laughs> Back to Eden Garden. A lot of people know Back to Eden Garden and they don't always remember Paul's name, but uh, most of you know Back to Eden Garden. It's had like over 50 million uh, views, probably way more than that, all over the world. And Paul just takes gardening and um, it just simplifies it and beautifies it, just brings it down to very, you know, it's really what we call permaculture today, but what he would say is just God's creation and just working with the way things were made. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of confusion though over um, how that works. And so in the class, he definitely is going through step by step. I don't know if he's ever done that before. Uh, in any teaching way. And so we're really excited to have captured it. Yeah. And this, I feel like really blessed that we were able to oh, get the time with him yeah. when he is. A lot of you guys know he's he's getting older. He's got some health he's issues. He's got some health issues. Yeah. His health is maybe starting to fail a little bit. And um, I just feel so thankful that he spent the time with us that he did yeah. in filming. This is really special. In the summit session, he's going to be going over a lot of just the real simple basics, how to plant the garden in a back to Eden method. How, you know, some of these things that while they seem really straightforward and simple, once you dive into a whole different method, like a back to Eden garden method, it, there is some confusion and there's some mm -hmm. answers. So he's actually going to be showing us how to do that step by Very step. Very cool. All right. And capping off day three, really another exciting speaker, Justin Rhodes from Abundant Permaculture and uh, A Plus, if you're familiar with that kind of homestead streaming service. A lot of great storytelling, a lot of great cinematography there and information. So Justin is teaching a class for the school on um, pastured chickens, raising your own pastured chickens. And then coming and doing a session here for us at the summit. Mm -hmm. What's he covering for the summit? Uh, on the summit, he's actually going to take you through the full butchering day setup and the step-by-step -step on butchering. Wow. All right. So and that's timely because that's coming up for he, a lot of people. He is diving right on in. Now, the class is really in like everything you need to know to raise meat chickens in under 60 days sort of a thing. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a really good class um, and very practical, very step-by-step. -step. But the summit session is going to be really neat for a lot of you guys who... One, if you want to see butchering before you've done it, 
-hmm. That's always a good idea. But even if you have been butchering for a while, he has really honed in his home mm. butchering really process. Yep. And um, makes it efficient. And it's easy. very efficient. It's worth watching just to see how he does it and how he's lined it up to make it really efficient. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. Going to be a good one. Yeah. Uh, okay. And <laughs> the first tech, person of the next day is, is Harvey. Harvey Ussery. <laughs> Um, from modernhomestead.org. And uh, Harvey is kind of the Joel Salatin of homestead chickens and egg layers. Mm. And his class is not just like on egg laying chickens. It is about <laughs> feeding egg laying chickens from your, you know, what you have on your property um, to using them, putting them to work on your property. It is a, a real great homestead egg laying chickens uh, and with everything you need about caring for them and everything else. Um, what is he diving into here for the summit? So for the summit, he's going to be uh, talking about how to start your chicks off right to have the longest, healthiest life of your chicken. And that is so important yeah. to get a good start. And, right. you know, when COVID hit and people were freaking out about um, food, I, I heard, I don't know, dozens if, if not more stories of people going and buying chicks and just not having a clue what to do with them. They're running around in people's yeah. front yard. There's all kinds of things going and then a lot of failure with mm -hmm. that. And so he's really just going to help you get started really well and get on a good foot. All right. Day four, afternoon, Brandon Sheard, the Farmstead Meatsmith. That's exciting. This is a cool class. Okay, do you guys, I'm, you know, I'm often referring to books, right? And you've read Wind in the Willows, I presume. And you know, um, Mr. Badger's Kitchen? When they go into Mr. Badger's Kitchen and living room, there's this whole description of all this meat hanging from the ceilings and <laughs> vegetables and spices and things hanging all over the place and just food stored everywhere. And this has always been my dream, kitchen. This is where Brandon Sheard comes in because he teaches you how to preserve your meat. Pork specifically is what we'll be talking about mm -hmm. in this. Yep. Like at room temperature, we're going to cure the meat with no chemicals. Salt. I love and time. it. That's it, you guys. It's so simple. The class covers bacon, ham, and prosciutto. Right. However, the session is going to cover bacon, right? Yeah. The summit. Yeah. In the summit session, you're going to learn all about how to cure your own bacon at home the old-fashioned way so that you can literally have it hanging in your kitchen and pull it down when you want to slice them up and eat it. Like Brandon wow. is who we learn from, and I tell you, once you do this, I mean, not just for the preservation side of it. I mean, this is, this is as traditional as it gets historically. Mm -hmm. You won't want to go back. When you, when you get it right and that bacon comes out, it is so phenomenally good. They're, they're, the film crew was like, I can't buy bacon from the store anymore. <laughs> I'm ruined. Um, you know, it's it's phenomenally good. And, and this is just like when we were talking about uh, Sally Fallon Morell's yeah. class. You know, good food, the, the flavor is phenomenal. It's not like you're degrading your life <laughs> to eat good quality food. Yeah, you know? healthy food. Healthy yeah. food, real food. It gets better and better. So yeah. anyways, that's really exciting. All right. And ending day four, capping the summit off, my absolute favorite session. My beautiful wife, Carolyn <laughs> Thomas, is going to join me. 
and we're going to wrap it all up with a session on pressure canning. You have a full class in the School mm -hmm. of Traditional Skills on pressure canning. Yeah. Tell us about that. that the, the class session. itself is really exciting because we're actually jumping in and pressure canning. Like I'm taking you through about five different pressure can projects step by step in the class and, uh, you know, going through in thorough detail. So you don't have to be afraid of your pressure canner anymore. We're going to we're going to really cover this so you feel really good about it. In the summit session, though, we're going to be talking about the 10 steps to pressure canning success. Mm -hmm. And uh, while we're doing that, I will be demonstrating with canning broth in your own kitchen. All right. Cool. Yeah. So that's really neat. That's a great thing to have on hand in your on your shelf, especially coming up to the holiday season. <laughs> Absolutely. So. And if you can't tell, we're really excited. Yeah, and honestly, if you're watching this, and you're not excited, I think you better check your heartbeat because <laughs> this is just a four days packed full of a lot of good speakers, a lot of good knowledge, and um, very, very exciting besides the launch of the school. So we hope you'll join us. Um, do make sure if you haven't signed up yet that we'll leave you a place to do that below, and we look forward to seeing you there. Any other thoughts here? I think that's it. I'm just so excited to be there and to do this and to be part of all of this. Yeah. So I, I can't wait to see you guys and your reaction to it because I think you are going to be blown away at what you can take away from yep. some of these sessions. Absolutely. So we will be seeing you next, mm -hmm. probably at the summit if you're there. So love you guys. It's been great hanging with you and we will see you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Pantry Chat, Food for Thought. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. To view the show notes and any other resources mentioned on this episode, you can learn more at homesteadingfamily.com slash podcast. We'll see you soon. Goodbye.